Welcome to the Virtual Chapter Podcast, the show that helps you become a world-class virtual CEO, run a profitable and scalable online business, and build a thriving virtual team. We're talking the systems, strategies, and leadership skills that will help you show up, sell out, and do it all with a mountain of ease. Each week, we'll be breaking down the operation side of online business in a way that feels fun and inspiring. We'll share tech tools and tips, systems to streamline and scale, secrets to hiring and leading your high-performing team, and interviews with leading business experts to show you what it really takes to build your business online. I'm your host, Nivek Harrison, CEO of The Virtual Chapter, an award-winning virtual support agency where we help leading coaches, consultants, and creatives build businesses bigger than themselves, create a global impact with a virtual team, and generate more cash than they ever knew possible. Are you ready to up-level your online business? Let's dive in. I feel like automation is often the goal when we're building our online businesses, right? We have this dream of everything just running on autopilot behind the scenes. And I am here for that goal, right? Like, I don't think we build businesses to be tied to our desks. In fact, for a lot of us, we deliberately got into business to not be tied to a desk, to not have to work the 40-hour work week. And so automation feels like the way to get there. And while I think when we're scaling, there's two ways to gain back time, one of which is more team support and the other which is more automated systems and processes in place, it's not as easy as necessarily copying or duplicating what somebody else is doing, but it takes some work to understand exactly what your automation needs to look like in your business, how to set it up, how to choose the right tools so that you get the best outcome. So in today's episode, I'm going to dive into the five key areas that I think we can absolutely be automating in our businesses, particularly as coaches, course creators, online consultants, some of the benefits, and also how to overcome some of the really common challenges I see when it comes to setting up automations within your business. So the first thing I want to talk to is why do we want to automate? The really obvious one is the time saving, right? Automation frees up our time to focus on other things, whether that is other areas of growth in the business or focus on things outside of business, those lifestyle goals that we have. That's the biggest driver of why we want to automate, right? But there's a couple of other benefits. The next one is consistency. So having automation in place, having processes in place, even if they're not fully automated, helps ensure consistent delivery across your client experience, whether that is the emails somebody gets, the onboarding experience, the course experience, automation and systems working hand in hand can really help you create a really seamless experience for your clients. The next, I think, real driving benefit is scalability. In the early stages of our business, we are often the ones doing everything and it's quite unsustainable. It gets to a point where we can't continue to do everything, hold a bigger client load, continue to grow, launch new offers without needing to bring in some degree of automation. And in order to do that, in order to be able to scale, we have to look at like, well, which systems do I need to personally be involved in? Which processes really require me and my time versus which things am I outsourcing to somebody else? Or what can I automate? Where is the tech supporting me in the automation of these things? 
the final the final piece of the puzzle and i think this is often the one that we don't think about as much the first three are real almost intrinsic motivators for us right like i want more time i want more scale i want my business to look a certain way but the other benefit is that it actually can really enhance your client experience more timely responses more organized delivery a smoother overall experience for clients which is really important to building a business where your clients are coming back over and over again they're they're really enjoying the experience they have through working with you whether that is in a one-to-one coaching container in a course in a mastermind that quality of client experience is a really crucial driver for somebody to not only get the outcome that they signed up for, but also to keep them coming back as a client. And that is one of the most underrated things in the online business space is retaining a client is so incredibly valuable. Having those clients who continue to grow with you, who re-sign, who continue to work with you across different offers and programs is so, so magical in, in building a scalable and successful business. All right, now that we know why we should be automating, let's talk about the five key areas that you can absolutely implement automation into your business. Some of which you're probably already doing and you just haven't thought about it in terms of automation. Some of which might be something that you wanna look at implementing over the coming weeks and months. So the first is email marketing. This is often the first automation I see a lot of people start to delve into. The automation, automated delivery of your freebies, of your email content, of a nurture sequence, of a welcome sequence when somebody signs up. Having all of those emails set on autopilot is so much easier, right? Than having to manually email people when they sign up for something or having to manually give them access. Looking at how you can automate those key stages, especially when somebody is really new to your business, so that they feel really valued, so that they feel really seen, so that they feel really supported. Email marketing is such an incredibly powerful tool to make those early stages feel really great for your leads, for your new audiences, but also for your clients. What happens when they sign on to a program? Which kind of comes into the next area that I think we need to look at automation is client onboarding. What happens after somebody signs up? Often we spend so much time thinking about how to get people to sign up, that they sign up, they might get a really automated welcome email that almost maybe just a receipt, and then they might not hear much from you, which is not a great client experience, right? So how can we automate the the process of onboarding to make it really, really smooth, to set those expectations from the start, to give them access and resources and the tools that somebody needs when they sign up with you. This is relevant whether you are delivering one-to-one program or whether you're delivering a group course mastermind style program. What happens after they say yes? It might be the emails you send, it might be the contracts, it might be access to courses, all of those things. So for example, it might look like somebody signs up through Thrivecart, they purchase in Thrivecart. After they purchase, they're sent an email from your email marketing system. They're also added to, maybe you have a client list in Airtable or Asana. That task is automatically assigned to you because maybe there are some manual steps that you still need to do, but the task is automatically created so it doesn't get missed or it's automatically created and assigned to a member of your team. Maybe you have an automation that sends them their contract, enrolls them in their course content. 
There's lots of little opportunities in that client onboarding stage to make the process so seamless so that your clients feel so valued, so recognized, so seen when they signed on versus feeling like they paid you and then you went quiet. The third key area for automation is our course content delivery. How can we make this as seamless as possible? This could be how do you schedule your course modules for release? How do you schedule content within your Facebook group or Slack communities? How do you schedule weekly reminder emails? All of those steps are things that can be automated again with that real focus on improving the client experience. Now the automation here might look like scheduling and this is something really interesting. We often don't think about advanced scheduling as automation, but it absolutely is. Right, the, the idea that we can go in, maybe batch create a bunch of emails to deliver over a six week course, for example, and have them all scheduled. The automation is then going to take care of making sure those emails go at the right time to the right people. This is especially true if you're running any sort of evergreen offer where people are signing up at any point in time, we wanna make sure they're getting the right information they need relative to the time they signed up. So how can you look at your delivery and making that as automated as possible so you're not tied to your desk having to manually send things every week or post content every day so that it feels really, really simple. The fourth one is appointment scheduling. There is nothing worse, <laughs> nothing worse than the back and forth of trying to find a time that works for you and somebody else to meet, especially when you're navigating different time zones. How can you make it really easy for people to book coaching calls with you, book discovery calls with you, book any sort of appointment with you? And a scheduling tool is gonna to do this. And again, a lot of scheduling tools have further built-in automations, those automated reminder emails or SMSs that go out to people. These are things that can just make the process so much easier and give you back a lot of that time. Like going back and forth and trying to find times that work is incredibly draining. Whether that's you or even a support person who's doing it, it's quite time consuming, right? So how can we automate the appointment scheduling process to make it as easeful as possible? And the fifth key automation area is social media. Now there's a wealth of opportunity when it comes to automating social media, the most basic of which is pre-scheduling content. We use a tool like Later to do that. There's obviously a lot of different tools out there. How can you automate the posting so you don't have to be online all the time? Maybe you want to explore a tool like ManyChat to automate a nurture sequence in the DMs or the delivery of a lead magnet in the DMs. ManyChat is definitely growing. I think it's having a resurgence <laughs> at the moment. Um, how can you use these tools to make your social media continue to feel social without requiring so much of your time to do so? All right, we now know our five key areas. How do we get started? The first thing that I want you to do is to sit down and really map out what you want the experience to look like both for you and your team and also from the client perspective. So for example, when I look at an onboarding process, I often get a whiteboard out because I like something big where I can just scribble all over it and visualize what needs to happen. And I write down every step of the process, everything that needs to happen. And that might be a combination of the things you're already doing and the things that you haven't been doing because it hasn't felt easeful to do it that you would like to add into your process. So for example, this could be things like 
How do you organize invoicing and payments? How do you organize contracts? Do you send a welcome gift or a welcome message? How do they get access to the platforms they need? All of these different steps. So you map them out and from there, then we get to look at, okay, well, how could I potentially automate this? How could I, for example, automate the delivery of a contract? Okay, great. What contract tool are we using? Maybe you're using something like HelloSign. Okay, how do I automate HelloSign? How do I connect HelloSign so it can send a template when somebody purchases a product in, say, Thrivecart? So they might click the link in Thrivecart. They fill out all their details. Once they check out, we want them to automatically be sent the contract. So now you're looking at a tool like Zapier to connect the two, right? So starting to map out your process to then see, well, where are the gaps? What are we doing manually that could be automated? What are we not doing that we would love to bring in, but it really does need to be automated because we don't have the capacity and then choose the tools that you need from that place. One of the, I guess, challenges or one of the things that I see people go really wrong with is they pick the tool first, right? They made a decision because somebody else recommended the platform. They choose a tool, they sign up, they pay the money, and then it doesn't do what they need it to do. Now, this doesn't just apply to automation. This applies across the board when we're choosing technology. Choosing tech because somebody else told you to, somebody else is talking about it, is probably one of the most inefficient ways to choose technology that's going to work for your business. Absolutely get recommendations. Absolutely watch what people around you are using or maybe even like the funnels you're a part of, the programs you've signed up to. Do you like how it happened? Do you like the delivery? Do you like the look and feel of things? Use that to inform your decision making, but don't choose a tool just because somebody else has a tool. Don't put an automation in place just because somebody else is doing things that way. It doesn't necessarily mean it's right for your business and the way that you want to deliver. So getting really clear on your processes first and then looking at like, what tools am I already using? What tools do I need to bridge the gaps? How can I maybe make these automations work? How can I make this process flow a little bit easier, make it a bit more simple for myself and my team? So in terms of building out your automations, often I hear pushback from people about some of the, the challenges of having things automated. Maybe they've gone really heavy on the automation and it hasn't quite worked out the way that they want. And I think it's because there's three really big, I guess, roadblocks to keep an eye out for when you're building your automations. The first is maintaining personalization and maintaining connection to your audience. I think if we go too hard, it can really feel easy to be quite disconnected from our audience, to feel like we're not involved as much in the process, which has a negative effect when we start looking at our sales process down the road. If you have, say, a chatbot in place that is taking care of a lot of your sales conversations and you're not actively monitoring that, it can really impact the outcome and negatively affect the relationship that you're building with those clients. So how can you continue to maintain personalization? How can you continue to look for human connection and elements? And again, we're using tools to support this, not the other way around. And this is why I think it's so important to get clear on what you want it to look like first and foremost, versus just doing what somebody else is doing. For example here, I love the idea of ManyChat. I've seen a lot of you know, great peers and mentors in this in the online space use ManyChat, particularly with Instagram at the moment, to automate engagement, delivery of freebies, sending links, all of those sorts of things. And it feels super fun to me, right? Like I love the idea of it. 
And also I know right now for the stage of business we're at, I actually want to be in the DMs myself, having those conversations with potential clients. I don't want to fully automate that because I want to see who's coming through. I want to stalk their socials a little bit. I want to build that personal relationship. That's really important to me as we grow the business. It might be less important to you at the stage of business you're at and the type of business you're building. So fully automating that process feels really, really good, right? You've got to get clear on exactly what you want first and then figure out the tools and solutions that are going to help you. The next pitfall is really making sure it's adapted for you. And again, I think I've spoken to this so much, but like how do you make your automated processes not only suit you and the way that you work and the way that your team works, but also adapting it to your client needs. Something we can often go wrong with, especially from an inclusion piece or a diversity piece, is when we automate things, it, we are often accommodating the majority and it can then become quite exclusionary to other people. Maybe they have different preferences or learning styles. Maybe they need different ways of consuming content or accessing you. How can you make sure that your systems and your automations are enabling that personal touch, those adaptations to specific client needs along the way to ensure that people are getting the experience, your people are getting the experience that they need to meet their goals. The final pitfall is often automation leads us to a dip in engagement. And we can talk practically about this. I mean, there's been talk for years about whether using automated scheduling tools is punished, quote unquote, punished by the Instagram algorithm or the Facebook algorithm, for example. It's same can be said for email. A lot of people are like, well, if I schedule my emails, I see that, or I have an automated email funnel going out, there's not as much engagement as when I write them live um, and send them, you know, in a much more timely manner. And all of that can be true because it's just a piece of the puzzle, right? If you are looking to fully automate our businesses, I mean, I'd probably question why you're doing this in the first place. <laughs> if you're looking to automate your business so much that you don't need to have conversations with potential clients or actual clients at any point in time, why are we here? Right? Why are you doing this? <laughs> there are other ways. There are other ways. And I think for a lot of us, we got into this because we really value the community and the connection. And we like building these relationships with people that we're working with. And so again, automation is a tool to support that not necessarily something to replace that. So continuing to look at your funnels, look at your automations, look at the structures you have in place at all times, and also overlay that with a human element, especially when we're looking at something like social media. Social media is meant to be social. It requires connection. It requires communication and conversation. It's a two-way street. When we fully automate that and content just goes up and we're never active on the apps, of course, engagement is going to suffer, not just the engagement metrics on Instagram, but the actual buy-in to your business is really going to suffer versus you being present. Yes, you might be scheduling content so that you can show up on stories. Yes, you might be scheduling content so that you can be in your DMs. Maybe you're automating the start of your DMs so you can focus more deeply on the later stages of your lead and sales conversations. Right? There's lots of opportunities here for us to use automation to improve our processes, our workflows, our time. And also we just need to balance that with like, okay, well, what elements do I really like? How do I still want to stay physically connected to my audience? How do I still want to build those relationships, nurture those relationships, feel really genuine in the ways that I'm building my business? 
So in terms of some ideas of the things that you can look to automate, like I mentioned, the five key areas, email marketing, client onboarding, course or content delivery, appointment scheduling, and social media, start with those. Once you have those foundations set up and you're feeling really good in the processes, then it's time to look at your admin and your team-based processes. And again, how can you automate some more of those? Those are the things that are really going to help you start to move forward, really reduce the time that you and your team are spending in front of the laptop so that, again, you can focus on whether it is business goals or lifestyle goals, but so that you can focus on the things that are going to continue moving you forward in whatever that looks like for you. I hope this episode has been helpful if you're thinking about how you can automate more things in your business. I would love to hear from you. Hop on over to Instagram at the virtual chapter and send me a DM about the things you're most excited to automate in your business. I would love to have a chat with you. And if you're looking for support in how to how to set these things up behind the scenes in your business, if you're looking to bring on team to reduce your workload, I would love to have a chat with you. Head over to thevirtualchapter.co forward slash book so you can set up a time and we can chat about how outsourcing can be the solution to help you continue to grow and scale your business. I'll see you next time.